All right, continuing in the midrash over here. Umash Amor Shehayu Molidos Takasatapuach that the Jewish ladies would then go and give birth under the apple tree. That was the Yishlachaladas. Ki Aholodon Nimshach Min Midas Hadin. So, what does the Holod have to do with Tapuach? Wait, this holda or holda in general? All, all labor has to do with me this hadin. Kemosha tekno brachas atagibor. Shadava gvuraso yis borach. And right there we say what? Matira surim. So make no flim. Matira surim zehu. Shepotseach. Levlad sheyotzalavir oilam to untie to undo the bounds of the shackled one that is later and that is said in the second bracha. Second bracha is midas hadin. First bracha is okay. Magen Avraham. That's chesed. Second bracha is a bracha of Yitzchak. So, so that's just a background. Being that uh, Leda is has to do with Midas Hatim, and of course, besides, okay, good. I mean, he brought us a proof. He told us, look, see, we allude to it in the second paragraph, so that. Would place it as being made of but in what way does it does it make sense that later is made of I would have thought because the fact that a woman has to go for childbirth is a consequence of what she did long ago. It's made of din, and why she even has the birth in the first place. Well, they always had to have birth. The question is the birth pangs. You mean the pain? Okay, but the whole somebody had the whole process with the bad part of it. Mm, okay, I hear. I hear that. I think generally isn't chesed um, giving and, and din is holding back. So here is matir asurim, that is, is releasing her. She's giving a child. I would think that this would be not din. It would be chesed. Oh, okay. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Um, so for anything to come about, fundamentally you need these two aspects. You need the chesed and the din. Of course, then you need you know, the combination of the two of them, whatever, but, but in a very, very, very basic level, which means you have the good thing that you want to give and the fact that the recipient has to provide the has to be worthy. Has to provide the proper vessels. Has to be uh, pure and appropriate to receive the goodness that you want to give. And the reason is very simple: that if if the recipient is actually not like that, if the recipient is bad, then the good that you're doing for them is actually bad because you're strengthening them in those negative ways. Okay. And that's the job of Midas Adin, meaning the job of the Midas Achesed is to want to do good to this person, want to provide this person. And the job of Midas Adin is to make sure 
that the recipient is worthy. In other words, to hold back the flow, the revelation, the expression of that facet, of that goodness, to create a sphincter, to create a gatekeeper um, who is going to determine when yes and when not. Right? So you want to give big heart, generous, good, right? but then people can take advantage, it's going to end up yeah, what is it? I remember, I remember hearing that um, what was it? Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, she like had like a crazy amount of money, right, when they got divorced. And she's a very generous, kind person. So apparently she like started handing out money and like all these bad actors, all these fraudsters, and all these who knows what were coming to her and like all these huge amounts of money because she's like this nice lady who all of a sudden ended up with like whatever it is, $30 billion in her pocket. A lot more than that. Yeah? Oh yeah, okay. Listen, just us rabbis, we can't think <laughs> great, great <laughs> than that. Only in sixes. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> so the point is that you know, if you want your uh, has to be effective, you need to put a gatekeeper over there, right, who is going to determine when yes, when not. So this uh, sphincter, this control of when do I allow the thing to come out, when do I not, that's called Minasadim. This is a very important concept. It will come up in many places. For example, a person wants to become rich, so which way should you incline yourself during davening, to the right or to the left? Left? Exactly. That's Hashem's right hand, correct? Nope. <laughs> we do the, the, uh, the uh, we assume rights and lefts when, when, you're, when you're in the Shmonesri. Rights and lefts are your right and your left. Not, when we don't do the mirror image thing. So, so Harotzal Hakim, someone wants to become wise. What should you do? To the right. Incline a little bit to the right. Why? Because the right is the Dorum, Yadrum. Did you just mean right? where you're facing? Yep. Yeah. Incline a little bit to the right. Uh, I mean, face a little bit that way, right? To the, towards the Dorum. The Dorum is the place of Chokhmah. Harotzal Hashir, Yatsvan. So you t- turn a little bit towards the Tzofan, towards the north. North is the Midas Adin. Why would you, if you want to become rich, why would you turn towards the Midas Adin? You would think you need a chesed. So the answer is chesed wants to give to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you're good. The difference between the rich people and the non-rich people is not that for the non-rich people there's no chesed. Chesed wants to give to this one and to that one. The difference is that for one of them, the din opens up the gates and lets the bracha flow, and for the other one, keeps it closed. So the, the rich person is the one for whom this din is open. Make sense? I'm not sure I follow up, but it's okay. I can't wait. Again, Hashem is sending blessing. That's chesed. 
then there's a gatekeeper okay. over here. After the chesed, that's the right side, there is the gatekeeper, the sphincter. Yep. That's the left Got side, that that's works. the din. So, if I want to know on the bottom, in which situations you're going to get, which situations you're not going to get, the difference is, is the sphincter open or closed? Okay. Which means, what matters is, am I passing the sniff test with the midis hadin? That's why Yitzhak Avinu is the one that became the richest of all, the three hours. He was by far and away the richest. Right? He's the one that planted the field and received Me'asharim. Right? Everything he did, he was extraordinarily successful. Right? People, people used to say rather the, the, uh, the dung from the mules of Yitzhak than the gold of Avimelech. Right? So that's that's Midas uh, That's Yitzhak. So the point is, again, so you have uh, so birth is what? What the baby to come out, what needs to happen? It needs to open up. Right? You need to let the baby into the world. Right? So that's Midas uh, It has to be, you have to be worthy. Okay. Um... So now, so they're giving birth. Birth is a Midasadin type of a process, a Midasadin run process. So now let's pause for a second. By the way, of course, that's why, uh, of course, that's why the the Gemara and Shabbos talks about why it is the women tend to get judged during childbirth, right, for three things. Um, the three important mitzvahs that ladies have of Nida in Tahara in the mikvah and Chala and their Shabbos. Right, and all, all those uh, analogies, because this is when the Midas Adina is really judging her. So, now we're going to go try to understand the Tapuach, and then afterwards we'll understand how the lady is happening under the Tapuach, why that makes sense. Okay, so Tapuach is an apple tree. Tapuach has a very nice smell. Kedixiv kereach hasada. Hashem Bircho Hashem. This is who? Who smelled this wonderful smell? Yitzchak, when Yaakov walked in. Exactly. Right, so yeah. Yitzchak, when? When Yaakov walked in to get to steal the brachos? Oh. To receive. Sorry. What? To receive the brachos that were so, so he says, oh, I smell the, the fragrance of the field, which uh, Rashi says that that is the fragrance of Gan Eden, right? Based on the Chazal, which he brings over here, Zeu Sode Shel Tapuchim, or as we say in Askin Sudasa, Daniel, when we refer to this? Askin Sudasa? 
I don't even know what that is. That's on Shabbos? Now we say Tapukim at some point. One year will be Zoha to come. Spend Sulish Lishes here. Okay. And you know, yeah. So was that what you said before ha- Kiddush in between? No, no, no. that's Shal Shadas. Yeah, I mean, some I mean, some people that are really Kabbalistic they do it for all three meals, but I it's I fairly standard for the third Friday night. night. But maybe that's something else. Okay, fine. Well, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. But it's, that's like a pretty rare thing. But for Shlush Lish, it's pretty common. <laughs> Apologize. Anyway, so Chakal uh, Tapuchim. Remember that Chakal Tapuchim. That means the orchard of apples. Okay, that's this. So, it's an aspect of Ganadan, of a certain revelation of Hashem, namely the Shekhinah being present. So there's this very wonderful smell. Has anyone personally experienced the smell of apple, of apple trees in blossom? What is that? In, Boston, like in the spring, probably yeah. before they grow fruit. Oh. They have a very nice smell. Uh-huh. Okay. Midas That's why I used the pun sniff test, but nobody understood me. Yeah. Um, like, for example, Chazal say, right, the Mashiach is going to have a super acute sense of smell that he's going to be able to tell who's a who's a tzaddik, who's a rasha, who's a, who's, right, because smell has to do with tahara, being able to identify that which is tahor, being able to tell what's good and what's bad. That's me, this adin, that's the job of me, I'm controlling, I'm able to say, oh, you're not worthy to get the chesed, right, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't come in to see Mrs. Uh, X Bezos, right, your, your criminal, you have a criminal record, it's not, not going to work out, right? So that is... Um, so what does the word Mesiachas mean here? Oh, uh, relates to. Reach Oh, fine. Okay. Kedixiv. Yesimu Ketura Be'apecha. Okay, so I think what he what he wants from this pasuk, Yasimu Ketura Be'apecha. Again, Ketura means Ketoros, nice smelling things. And Be'apecha, uh, perhaps alluding to, like we know, when Hashem, when Hashem's anger burned against Klausel, and the Magaifa broke out, what did, uh, what did Moshe Rabbeinu tell Aaron to do? In the Torah, right? And that's not the Magif. So it uh, it was able to appease Midas Adin. Midas Adin talks to Midas Adin. So Torah has to do with stopping the Midas Adin. Okay. Um, uh, looks like the Maral doesn't want to get into that too much, but he's just telling you that's that's what it is. Um, you know, of course, is uh, you know, the Torahs are ground really finely.
is uh, Ramchal talks about it in relation to Ketura and her sons, etc. It's a bigger, bigger topic. But for now, let's just let's just say we see the Ketoras is the secret that Moshe was given to stop the Magaifa. Um, and that's a nice smell. So nice smell is able to appease me. This adin, the medicine says, okay, fine. Yeah, you guys are okay. Yeah. So that magifa was by when? After the uh, after the Ada of Korach, they do so, and the Jewish people complained again. And, and is that why we were told to say Peter Makatoras during the coronavirus? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, v'kalodav ramzu b'zeh shehaisa leide shelahem b'midis adin hamis yacheses l'zeh v'zenikra tachesat apuach. So it doesn't mean that necessarily they, you know, yeah, they had like a a line waiting to, to get under the apple tree, you know, like that was like you had to go to the apple tree to give birth. It doesn't mean that necessarily every lady was giving birth on the apple tree. It means it's coming to say a Chazal uh, are coming to allude to a concept that their Leda, which is something that needs to be done with them, was as if under an apple tree which means uh, it was bidin. It was done in a uh, this beautiful fragrance, so to speak, where the Midas Adin says, okay, you're good. I've got the Ketoras burning over here. I've got this beautiful smell. Everything is wonderful, which, of course, is why, as I'll say, that Nashim Tzitkanyos are exempt from the Tsar Leda. Right? If a woman is... Tahor, she's pure. She doesn't have that bad stink of Averos. Then, then uh, she's saved from the suffering of, of the punishment of Chava. Like Daniel pointed out that it is a you know that the birth pangs have to do with the hate of Chava. So that's uh, she's. Righteous, then, then she's uh, spared from that. Are there other ladies that are not made for them? These ladies, these births, let me try them with me as a din, are the tapuach. No, no, again, every birth has to do with me as a din. Right. But if, if, if you're a person that uh, smells very nicely, in other words, you're a person who passes the sniff test, or, the, or you're a person who is fit to be under an apple tree, then it means that birth is going to go very easy. Mm-hmm. If you're a person who, you know, if, if a lady is uh, not careful about the mikvah and, and about the challah and about the near Shabbos, then she might encounter, you know, a resistance from that, right? They, uh, the way the media doesn't want to open up, doesn't want to let this child come in. That could lead to, uh, you know. So under the tapuch is telling that these women, they it was like boom, right? They, they, yeah, they, it was a very, very easy labor. Mm-hmm.
Ontdekken minus adin, haya matucha negdom, lakach hayu miskashim bemidazol lagamri. Since they were the, the, the birth is where the midas adin is very active, but they were able to totally connect to that. Shayoldos taches atapuach, behu hiskashus vechibur bemidas. So then, everything is wonderful, right? The, they were Tahor people. They had been living with Midas Hadin from the Egyptian affliction, etc. Which we said that that's a very, you know, they're in the crucial barzel. They're in the, they're constantly being purified. Their Midos are being purified all the time. They're exposed to Midas Hadin. But uh, as a result of that, when it comes to Midas Hadin over here, they feel perfectly at home, and it went very nice and smooth. Lefikach Amar, Shekolish Borchum, maybe. Mishim Menaker, Mishaper, Esavlad, someone that would uh, clean up and beautify the babies. This is a, again, Mizadun is checking for what? It's not checking necessarily if you're big Tamachach. Mizadun is checking, make sure you don't have any filth on you, you don't have any excrements on you, right? You don't have any stink on you. That has to do with the smell, right? So Tahara has to do with good smell. Tinofus, stink, is transgressions, bad deeds, those types of things, then I'm sorry, they can't come in. Right? So you have to be, so Pachet Yitzhak, he never did anything wrong, he's always trembling to not do something wrong. So then he's Tahor, he's, a, he's a, someone that Midas Adin is going to be happy to let him in. So good smell, by Reach he means a good smell. And filth. Do you know if this, you said it's stink or filth? Filth. But. Uh, two are very connected. Lefikach, Hakol, Nimshech. So, so he's explaining that's why the babies would be somehow miraculously cleansed and and uh, and made nice because since these women are so connected to Midas Hadin, so it's inappropriate that their baby should be filthy. Koach Mesalek Asetinofus, that's just alluding to the fact that there was a spiritual energy that would remove anything filthy, anything stinky, because of because the Midas Adin was uh, immaculate. The Koldover Zuma. For like uh, uh, 
kama. Uh, so someone would come and remove all this filth and stink, etc. For example, like a midwife, kachaya, shemisha peris as a vlad, that beautifies the child. Vezeha koach, nimjik mimasha hayu, molodos tachas atapuach, shehayu dvukim bemida hazos legamri. Okay. Okay. Midam lahem shnei gulim. Hashem also made sure that they received two um, bowls of oil and honey. What honey? Oil and honey. I don't remember this part. What? I don't remember this part. Okay, so let's go back and look in the uh, look in the Gemara and Sota. That's all it says. I mean, the truth is, by the way the morale brings it, that's all it says. In the Gemara Soda that we have, it does bring a, a, a proof a proof text for this. Pasuk says, V'yenikehu dvash misela v'shemen. So Hashem would uh, nurse us with honey and oil from the from the rock. The Gemara, who's giving the honey and oil to Hashem is giving a bowl or a, or a, uh, a, a block, a piece of honey and oil to take care of these children. Okay, so let's see what that stands for. Here's that. So he's talking about people who are yeah, these babies not necessarily uh, all having wonderful nutrition, etc., right? But it's, it was as if uh, Hashem was making sure that they are being nurtured with the fattest, richest, sweetest things, right? Honey and, uh, and oil are things that come out of other things, right? You can have food that's oily. Oil is like the condensed version of that, right? You can have food that's sweet. Honey is the sweetness itself, so... So it means that they, their food was extremely nutritious and good. Because we tend to overeat so much, so by us everything is like, oh, well, make sure that it's low fat and low sugar, etc. But if but food that is fat and food that is sweet, that's like the best food. You just, just don't, don't overdo it. If, if you eat a small amount, then it's good. 
ואלה שני דבורים, הדבש שהוא מויו לגוף והשמן לנפש. So, honey provides energy and for the body and oil is for the nefesh oil makes a person smart do they, do they say things like like maybe especially I think by fish oil I feel like they say yeah. that it's good for the brain. brain right mm-hmm. so yes I don't know what kind of shaman this is but if it was, it was if it was the good shaman yeah so it's good for the brain Omega three, yep. is that right? Seems like more of your territory than ours. Well, Ezra, Ezra seems. I'm familiar. Taking a lot of fish oil in my day. Oh, that's how you were able to. I took it for acne. For what? Acne. Acne, but positive side effect is that you became a brainiac. They put me on the medication that makes fetuses come out looking like aliens. And then when I got banned by Congress, they gave me fish oil. <laughs> and you have breakfast and you have normal looking children. Well, yeah. this was some time before. I'm assuming this is when you were younger. It was in the 90s, yeah. Uh, I thought they'd give like, and don't they just give antibiotics? No, the, the drug was called Accutane, I think. It was very dangerous. Uh-huh. I think it's banned. I've uh-huh. it for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. I won't even tell you the side effects. It's scary. It's scary. Sorry to hear that. But <laughs> did it help with the acne? So shaman makes a person wise. Kadisa Bahorius says over there. So this was to help that the children should be physically strong and smart. So first of all, just again, he's just first just explaining what's what's the deal with the honey and oil. What's why, what are those two examples being, why are those two being taken as a, not, I don't know, eggs or, or some other stuff? I don't understand. Saying it's not a wonder that their nutrition should. I, I think he's saying like, how can it be that their food should turn into honey and oil? He says it's not a wonder. He doesn't explain why, right? I think the is point. He says, is he saying the nace is that shemen and oil 
Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Shemin and Vashla is enough to provide mezonos. No. Not... no, 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 those are great. Yeah, that's incredible that their regular food became oil and honey. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a, uh, a dried up cracker and yet you're receiving oil and honey. And this is where we How's get the idea that the man tasted like oil and honey. It was like a that's interesting. An oil, uh, Don't we say that? There was a, there, yeah. It was a, uh, kind of a mix. Rashi says that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rashi says to pshatum, pshat shaman, oily cake, and and then the other one is a uh, honey. honey cake, yeah. So you're saying maybe it's those two, right. one for the body, one for the yeah. for the seichel. Very good. Okay. Very good. I have to look. At them. I don't remember the Maral ever saying that, but, okay. but uh, look around. If you see the Gora, he says that over there. Right. And I assume he's not necessarily. I learned this farm, but I didn't do all the Gora. A lot of Gora, but not necessarily like say there every single Gora. What? This is pressure too. It's a Vikas Tavash. Yeah. yeah. Take a look. This week's Yeah, that's later on. Okay, but either way, I mean, it's maybe two places to look. Right. Okay, so when we finish, how are you looking? Okay. So, so either points, but he he kind of asked it as a kayak, like, don't don't say it's a wonderment, because it's not. Like, it's it's okay. Without addressing why, it doesn't address why. Um, there are. Uh, we we do see a concept. Of a bracha being shorui by means if something is not seen, it's not revealed in the world, it's inside, it's hidden, that's a hidden, then it's not, uh, it's not a miracle for things to change. Yeah, for example, like if you didn't know the gender of your child, they changed. So there is just that the point is right. I mean, there's a different point of why should Hashem have to change it? Boys are good and girls are good. They're, they're both good, so there's no need to. But let's say theoretically, uh, a fetus lolenu is sick with something. Yeah. So as long as it doesn't come you know, until it's revealed in the world, there's there's no problem for it to get for it to be uh, healed, right? Or in this case, is uh, the, the amount of nutrition someone gets. Nobody can see how much, how much nutrition anyone's getting from anything. Right? So, so there's, there's, no, there's no Pella that you eat a dried up cracker and yet you get the nutrition of a... Different people can extract nutrition. So from there, if Hashem wants, it could be a, an extremely nutritious thing, even though... Certainly it's not. Maybe, maybe that's what he means. Doesn't say. Okay. Um, that's 
that explanation. Next. Vinasalem Nais, Vinavloim Bakarka. So then the, well, he skipped. And when the Egyptians would hear about them being born, they would come chasing after them to get them, and a miracle would happen, and they would get swallowed up by the ground. Here's the verse. Kemoshamarno Lamala, Kinesaze, Dover Bilti TV. This was a not a natural phenomenon, obviously, because he has before. Wait, if they're being swallowed up by the ground, that's not a very, uh, the, the seemingly not a very conductive or uh, conducive, I mean, conducive to the children's survival. Oh, the Egyptians are going, quick, let's, we'll have the ground swallow them up, that, that, that way they'll be safe. Right, why, what's the problem with that? How they go about living? Exactly. Korach and Edasa got swallowed up by the ground, but getting swallowed up by the ground is not usually a very good thing. So, so he explained before how he retards the kasha. That was the second terrace. What, what about so the first terrace? They're living both worlds at the same time? That they're like natural and supernatural? Right. Saying they're in a miraculous state, so it's not a kasha. How can you live in the ground? They're, they're, uh, they're in a different reality where that's not a problem. To a certain extent, it was as if they were, they were buried and covered over. They were in a state of being hidden. So then the Egyptians could not kill them. It's not a happenstance to be able to kill the Jewish people. The cave in Shehayalahem, Nays built the TV. Shenivlo Bukarka, Loayacholum, Lassus Lahem, Dover. You remember what he's talking about over here? That's natural for a nation to want to go wipe out all these babies. Exactly. Good. It's not, it's not like. It's not like. So there was. Uh, a famine and <clears throat> they couldn't get food. It's a man-made tragedy here. That's supernatural. Or as we described it back then, it's apologize. <clears throat> it's unnatural, right? So we said that the supernatural. Uh, made it that the unnatural shouldn't happen. That's what we said back then. Okay, let's pause here and we'll start with for Vidavka Bakarka next week. Or you let us know if there's any mention of Dvash and honey in those Gurayas. Okay. Thank you. Uh.